Well, you're the first thing they see. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Market Update, where we give you financial news brought to you by a local source. I'm your host, Andrew Gay, along with my business partner, Gilbert Pies, in the studio with me this morning. Good morning, Gilbert. Good morning, sir. I'm doing great. Thank you. Still gloomy, cloudy, misty day, but uh, it's all right. The sun will no, come man. out soon. I was trying so hard to ignore it. Thanks. The, the weatherman said this morning that uh, come next week, we should have much better weather. So I'll, I'll keep my fingers crossed that he's right. Well, and you know, in the area that we live in, I'm really, I'm always skeptical about what the weatherman says. You know? <laughs> well, you know why they call them weathermen, right? Why is that? They don't know whether it's going to be hot or cold. <laughs> or, I mean, rain or not rain. I mean, they, they wow. don't know whether it's the truth or not. So. That was an amazing dad joke. <laughs> I've never heard that before, nice, ever. Yeah. That's awesome. You know who That's told hilarious. me that joke? Who? A, a who? cab driver in St. Louis, Missouri one time. I went to St. Louis, Missouri and... Uh, cab driver was taking me to the hotel and, and he told me that joke that's hilarious dude. <laughs> it is pretty good uh i'm definitely gonna reuse that <laughs> um okay so we have a few mentions uh this morning we want to run over with you we'll give you an update on where the markets closed yesterday and what we got brewing so far this morning so let's not waste any time it's approaching 9 30 here in the beautiful but yet gloomy texas hill country in kerrville texas so uh, let's let's get right to it. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC, Texas Hill Country Advisors, not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next Financial Group. The S&P 500 is a market cap-weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. Uh, let's start with kind of where we're at today. So um, yesterday, the, this is uh, the was the second down day of the week for for the for the markets um, for the major stock indexes. But yesterday, the Dow fell about 350 points, just over one percent. The S and P and Nasdaq closed down 1.4 and 2% respectively. Um, and then you can see there on the right-hand side this morning, we kind of have a mixed bag so far. So the Dow is slightly positive, but the S&P and NASDAQ slightly negative. NASDAQ's the leader there, down about half a percent. So the markets are trying to find their footing. We have, uh, we've mentioned, this is, uh, I called this um, ice cream round two, just a different flavor. So this is basically what we said yesterday is we're still awaiting the the producer's metric of inflation data due out Friday morning. Uh, but more importantly, next week, we have the headline inflation, consumer inflation data due out Tuesday, December 13th. And then the Fed meets and makes their interest rate hiking decision the very next day, which is Wednesday of next week. So the markets are probably just going to bounce around and try to find a footing until then. Might be a little more sensitive to... Um, news headlines, you know, whether it's geopolitical events, um, what's going on in China, the Russian-Ukraine uh, war, energy stuff related to that, those types of things, um, maybe in political stuff. I know that 
uh, what's his name, secured the Senate seat last night. We got that. Yes, Raphael um, Warnock. He Warnock, won, yeah. He won the uh, Senate seat in Georgia. Um, so, yeah, there's just, you know, uh, the market's just not really sure what's where, what direction to head until we get to next week, because those are going to be the big data points, which um, determine where the Fed is probably going to end up or what they're going to do as far as their rate hiking cycle and how much longer it's going to last. So to that point, most of the sell-off that we had Monday and Tuesday was due to investors trying to weigh the idea of an oncoming recession fears, which makes them kind of take a risk off tone and sell off on the equity side um, because we're kind of in the void right now, right, until we get some more of that data. So we don't really know uh, what to expect um, as far as uh, the, the this oncoming recession. We've been talking about this for a long time, feels like. I mean, golly, months. Months. Right? It's a um, slow motion train wreck. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> anyway, that's kind of what we got going on. Um, Gilbert, you want to piggyback on that? Any comments? Yeah, you know, um, uh, we as as we've talked about before on the show, next week is is pretty big deal. In case we haven't mentioned it enough already, not only do the CPI numbers come out next week on Tuesday, but the Fed meeting is is uh, the Fed rate announcement should be on Wednesday afternoon, and and I think it's fair to say it's a foregone conclusion that the Feds are going to raise interest rates by fifty basis points tomorrow. Or next week, and and that part is not really a secret, if you will. It's it's just expected, and and that's been already priced into the market. What I think is more important is what, as as we've said about this before, what's more important is what Jay Powell says after they make the announcement and they have a conference, a you know, press conference afterwards, and he talks a little bit more about their reasoning and decision making, and what. Potentially, I mean, he, he's never—he's not going to tell us what they're going to do in February, but he may give us some ideas about what their thinking is about going into February. And the market, I think, as of today, anyway, thinks that they're going to raise interest rates again in February by 25 basis points. But it—they may not. And 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 I think if the CPI numbers come in a little hotter than expected on on Tuesday. The chances of them dropping rate or raising rates again by 25 basis points in February is pretty slim. They're going to do another yeah. 50 basis points, right? Uh, but but it all just depends on what that data says. And and Andrew, you and I were talking earlier off off uh, camera that you know we've we've had to have these serious rate rise increases to combat the serious um, inflation problem that we have, and so maybe. Maybe what it's going to be is is uh, we've had this serious inflation problem, and and we need to have serious inflation fighting by you know raising interest rates dramatically very quickly over a short period of time. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It it, it um, remains to be seen, but I think if we look at some of the data that that we've we've uh, looked at before, CME rate tool is is the one that we like to quote quite a bit. That CME rate tool. If you had to make a guess right now, pretty much everybody's thinking 50 basis points next week. When it comes to February, it's it's harder to tell, harder to tell. So we, we don't know. It, 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 a, lot of, a lot of information will depend on what happens in February. Yeah, and let's look at that real quick. So what you're talking about is right here. So this is the what the market has priced in as far as the rate hike expectation for the December meeting next week. So this is um, just shy of 75% is what the market has priced in that they're going to do 
half a percentage point rate hike next week. So 0.5%. So the market is majority uh, is set that that's going to happen. But in February, this is where we get a little divergence. Yeah, a little squirrely <laughs> um, with the with the uncertainty. So a little higher level of uncertainty. And you can see just uh, uh, yesterday we were talking about these um, – these numbers and they were a little bit higher on the second blue bar there. So that middle blue bar was a little higher. Just so the back and forth between, well, what are they going to do in February? Well, we don't know. Is it going to be quarter percent hike 0.25% or is it going to be uh, another 0.5% uh, half a percent like they're expected to do next week? Uh, or could it possibly be higher than that? Depending on in, the inflation data that we get, uh, there's, there's no telling. Um, right. I, I so think we just don't know. After the press conference on Wednesday, those blue bars will change dramatically based on whatever he says and what that inflation data is on Tuesday. Sure, those will. blue bars will will kind of fluctuate based on what all that data comes out to be, and we'll have a better sense of what's going to happen. But it's still not guaranteed. We're, we're just we're just in a really really difficult time right now for interest rates. Right. Um, one one good thing I will mention is that. We've started to see the yield curve inversion steepen, which is pretty interesting. Um, there's been a bigger separation between the two-year and the ten-year rate, and we we had a pretty big we've had a pretty big drop off in the ten-year rate, which which is just an indication from the bond market that long term they expect inflation to be under control. In the short term, though, because we've seen that two and five-year rate go up. Uh, they're, they're, the market's not really excited about the short term. Uh, so they're expecting short-term rates to continue to move up. But long-term, which is is what we would suggest you focus on, the rate is getting, the bond market's getting better because that 10-year rate is starting to go down a little bit. Yeah, and then this is kind of what you're talking about. I was showing a few different things there, but I wanted to bounce back and forth between this. We've showed this before, but um, this is a nice pretty picture. It just shows the... Uh, speed at which the Federal Reserve has raised interest rates this year um, versus some other rate hiking cycles, if you will, or Fed, or another way to say this, monetary policy tightening by the Fed, Fed tightening cycles, however you want to explain that. Um, this is what was going on this year with the Fed and how fast they raised interest rates versus other periods where they were uh, fighting inflation and trying to raise interest rates to cool it off. Um, and then also, you mentioned a yield curve inversion, Gilbert, and this is kind of what that it just means that the the shorter dated bonds from the U.S. Okay, so like the two year, like you were talking about, two year bond from the U.S. Treasury has a higher is paying a higher interest rate or has a higher yield than something like the ten year. And and lot basic logic in the financial world would say that doesn't that makes uh, no sense. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, why is that? The idea is that that should be a nice, smooth, um, like curve. If you're looking at a graph, like a line, like a trajectory upwards, and the longer out you go, the longer dated that bond, the U.S. Treasury bond is, the higher that interest rate would pay. And we got an inversion of that, or the reverse of that, where the shorter dated U.S. bonds are paying a higher interest rate than you know the ones that are longer dated than that so it's kind of a reverse issue if you will in that in that world in that arena and that's what's going on so um in other words you could say that that the the risk in the short term 
is greater than the risk over the over the longer term um, for the U.S. economy. So that's why people consider that inversion of the yield curve uh, to be a, a signal for a coming recession. Yes. But, you know, all this talk of recession, the back end of this year, we just haven't really seen it yet. Um, you know, we got we got the announcements and the dialogue going of people laying off companies, laying off workers, um, you know, possible. But it's just not it hadn't been there yet. The consumer is still spending, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday numbers were were healthy for the most part, um, even in even in adjusted by inflation. Right. But, yeah, we just haven't we haven't really seen that um, risk that's priced into the this inversion of the yield curve really take hold yet. So Yes, and, and keep in mind that when it comes to a recession, the um, yield curve inversion has always been a very good indicator of a recession, but, but it's not just an inversion that's an indicator of the recession. It has to be in conjunction with short-term rates, in other words, the two-year Treasury bond rate, being higher than the Fed funds rate. And, and we're... we're we're getting to that point. If the feds raise interest rates like we think they are next week, at, at that point, we will be very close to having that dynamic be true. Because uh, right now, the Fed funds rate is between 3.75 and 4%. The two-year treasury rate is what, 420, 425, Andrew? I think it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 4, 425. Um, if the feds raise interest rates like we think next week, then we will have the Fed funds rate being at a similar rate to what the two-year Treasury is, and and so, you know that that's a pretty good indicator there too of us having a potential recession. Uh, I, I don't think the recession would be really really severe. Um, the the market is betting that it won't be that severe. But we've we've quoted on the show before how one of the analysts from I think it was UBS a couple of weeks ago came out and said that if we have a recession, it'll be a inch deep and a mile wide, which I guess if you're gonna have a recession, that's probably the kind that you want to have. Yeah. Yes. So um we'll we'll more to be seen, more to be seen. We got a few days to wait before we get to the middle of next week. So. Yeah, and if anybody knows in advance of of uh us what what's going to go on to the economy you please let us know so we can share it with everybody <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> which of course probably isn't going to happen but well, we got the uh i did want to show this this is like the return with this current dialogue this is the return of the bear hawk bear hawk Ooh, yes, yes there he is <laughs> in all his uh glory so bear um, hawk. i, I, I love right. your uh editing photo editing skills andrew you're pretty damn good at that thanks man appreciate <laughs> it not only do you do uh <laughs> Uh, uh, podcast production, but uh, you may, you create a pretty mean website. You're pretty good at social media and marketing. And I'm actually a financial advisor. And too. you're a financial so advisor too, like, Dave. Wow. You're pretty good. You're pretty yeah. good. Multitasker. Extraordinary. I'm enjoying the fact that my wife and I don't have kids yet. Okay. <laughs> you have kids already. It's just the fur baby cut. Yes. They're, they're a little less uh, intensive as far as care. You got that over. right. Yeah. You don't have to change diapers. That's right. Just, just uh, you know, excrement and, and puke <laughs> off the floor occasionally. Well, trust me, when you have kids, you'll have that too. It's just, uh, 
it, it'll be just a different kind. You'll this is a valid point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trust me, you'll you'll have all kinds of interesting. I can't put like the pee pad down on the floor. Just well, in case. well, you can, I but I, I, could. I, I can assure you that the kid isn't going to use it. So they, they, That's uh, funny. Yeah, they'll they'll find interesting places to uh, go to the restroom, and you're like, "What would what you do that for?" Do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. uh, the good old days of being a parent to young young children is fun. Yes, it's fun. Yes, uh, if that's what you call it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's fun. it's interesting. You yeah. you uh, develop a bond. It's a shared experience with your kids that you say, "You know what, kid? Uh, <laughs> why why am I doing this?" Because you have an influence on another human being, and it's pretty, pretty damn amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Being a parent is is a tough job, but uh, it's very rewarding. Yes, amen. Okay, guys, thank you so much. We appreciate it. That's all we got for you today. We will catch you back here tomorrow. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. It's hump day. We're halfway through the week. Hopefully, we're halfway, more than halfway through this gloomy weather, and it starts to brighten up a little bit for Pray us. Pray for the sun. Jeez. That's right. We need it. We need it. We need some vitamin D in our lives. Um, but yeah, thanks so much. We appreciate your viewership and your participation. Don't forget, please interact with us. Share our content. We're on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook, and also all places podcasts are possible. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you back here in the morning.